0: Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face, both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, we uh,
1: pulled it up. I
0: think tonight like. I have with me one, two, three, four, five, six members! Um, I can count yeah, them? Six members in the broom closet of my firefighter family. We have Kev. Hey. We have Ash. Hello. We have Scott. Hey. We have Mr. Spence. Hi, Carl. And tonight we are joined by two other members, two very special members of the department. We have our deputy <laughs> chief, Speedy. How are And we have the chief of chiefs. We have Mr. Bob. Hi. And tonight we're going to be continuing with our, our leadership episodes. We realized after we did episode one and two that, you know, we discussed kind of maybe getting the, the chiefs and the deputy chief on and they agreed. Which is um, amazing. Which is, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, tonight is Leadership 3. We plan on a two-part, we get the trilogy. So now I just want to do, before we start, I did actually just want to do a couple of quick thank yous. Um, Matt Long, uh, lovely guy, he reached out to us today. Um, we understand that sometimes we have some issues with our audio. We're not audio engineers, we're firefighters. So we appreciate Matt reaching out to us and saying that our audio sucked in places and it got really high due to the ridiculous laughter of which we are known for. (laughs) However, he is going to help fix that. So uh, Matt, we appreciate you. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quick shout out to Marshall Bass as well. Um, Our first review and recommendation on Facebook. Thank you very much. Hmm. We really appreciate that. And, uh, it's kind of a cool name too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Marshall Bass. Huh. Yeah. Well, it seems like you should be a sheriff or something. I'm going to change my name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we want to give quiet. a huge thank, out, uh, thank you out to Ryan Duty. Uh, Ryan Duty was Another our... That's a cool name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel these are fake names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was our 1,000th Facebook follower. Which is a huge milestone. So thank you all so much. We appreciate it. Um, we've only been going f- since June with the podcast and Facebook's only been running for just about a month. So to get a 1,000 followers uh, in that amount of time is, is a huge, huge accomplishment. So really So we really, really appreciate it. I thought it. you yeah. told me I
2: was a 1,000.
0: Yeah, I did. But you bought a beer, so now you're not. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: <Bob>. <laughs> so we'll,
0: uh, we'll start this one with... Uh, we'll start with Speedy. All right. <laughs> and uh, we're just going to, like, so what, what made you What made you originally join the, the fire department?
3: Originally, I joined, well, because I had a bunch of friends I worked with, actually, that were doing it, you know. During work, they'd all of a sudden take off, like, what the heck's going on, you know. So I asked them about it, and I'd always be interested in uh, firefighting, actually, you know. Um, I've been into two house, house fires, once when I was a baby and once when I was nine. Both our, our house burnt down twice. Did that interest you? <laughs> it, you know, it, you know it, it, that, it in the back of my head. That kind of I thing. didn't
2: see that on his resume. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. I was a baby. That's
3: pretty unlucky, man. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was my brother. He was a bit of a pyro,
2: um,
3: and his friends. But anyway,s yeah. So that was always kind of in the back of my mind, fire fighting and stuff like that. So I thought, you know, I'm in this community. Want to help out a bit where I can. And I thought that'd be like exciting. You know, we kind of got those personalities here that we that kind of thing excites us. You know, so tried her out, and yeah, it was awesome.
0: Nice, and how long have you been in there?
3: How many years? Uh, I guess this is uh, ninety-seven, 22? Oh. Jeez. <laughs> twenty-two. jeez, twenty-two
0: anyway. Twenty-two
3: years. Yeah, nice. it's been a long time, but still enjoying it.
0: Nice. Has it always been for our department? Yeah, yeah. So now you're the you're the deputy chief here. How long have you been in that position now?
3: Uh this one's only been like uh, just over a year now. Um, I was captain for a long time, and yeah, deputy chief for. About a year, I guess.
4: Yeah. yeah?
0: And you still enjoy it?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. De- uh, Deputy Chief, uh, I'm learning new things now, right, that you never did as a captain or as a firefighter. And, you know, I'm, the firefighting is kind of the younger guys are moving in, so they get to do all the fun stuff, you know, whatever. And you need some of us other guys to do the paperwork and the, <laughs> the leading, and, you know, it's like somebody's going to do it. So it was never an interest to me. I loved the firefighting, but slowly along the way, it's just like, yeah, I can do this.
0: So you progressed into it, it wasn't something that you kind of aspired to, it was something no. that over time you just, you, you got the look in and then you became a captain and then after that it just, it was something that you, you thought was good yeah. progression.
3: Yeah, it was definitely a progression, uh, never wanted to be in the leadership at all, just wanted to fight fires, right. but along the way uh, you get to, you want to see changes, you want to you know get your voice in the, out there and eventually progress your way that way.
0: Nice. Yeah, we talk a lot about change on here, which I'm sure you've listened to yep. as, a, as an avid listener. I have. <laughs> it's always <laughs> nice to have the support of, you know, of your superiors when you're doing something like this. You know, it's, it's really important. So we're glad that you both jumped on board with it. Oh, it's been good. I've actually
3: learned some things about, you know, what the guys are saying and thinking. And
0: <laughs> it's like,
5: oh, yeah, well, we're really. you know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you wonder sometimes, but being like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, I can see those changes that they're seeing. Right? Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Nice. I'm going to flip over to Bob. Yes, sir. Bob, what made you join the department? This department?
2: Yeah. I just wanted to drive fire trucks. (laughs) 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 Uh, I was in another department prior to this for just over three years. And I joined that department because um, I I was working and someone uh, at my work... I had a seizure, and they called the fire department. The fire department came, and I thought, gee, you know, I should do something like that. I should do something. And so I uh, uh, joined that department and enjoyed it, got to go to a few fires, and uh, moved to another community, this community, and um, just um, joined the department.
0: Nice. So you've been on there for how many years?
2: way into 28
0: 28 years there you go
2: yes <laughs>
0: holy on man. this department
2: <clears throat> in this department 20 years this bigger is 10 years uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> suck up <The> old <laughs> <laughs> no and it's and it's still fun i enjoy doing it i um i i really miss um driving the fire truck i miss operating the pump and I miss going on the end of the hose. Like, I, no, they're very enjoyable things for me. I mean, when you get to somebody's house and it's on fire, it's their worst day. But um, that's what we—that's <clears throat> what we do this for—is to help somebody else, and and it's enjoyable to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we said it before for sure. It's—it's
0: it's interesting to hear you say that. You know, you you still miss those things because it, it seems to be the general consensus with every officer that we talk to. Uh, Todd had the same sort of uh, uh, conversation when we were talking to Timeless Todd, and uh, when we were talking to uh, when we were talking to Grant as well. You know, Grant had the same opinion. It was it was that same thing of, yeah, it's great to do the kind of leadership stuff, but kind of really miss being on the tools and really miss being on the the end of the nozzle. Oh
2: yeah.
0: <clears throat> so it's good to hear that you.
2: It, it's one of the hardest things about being an officer um not to grab the hose and do it or not to grab the extrication tools and start doing it yourself um, as an officer you like to think that you know how to do all of these jobs um and when you see somebody doing it you, you think well you know I could do that here give me that thing I'll I'll do that you know and but you're not supposed to you're supposed to stand back and let other people do that job that's that's their job your job is not to do that
0: yeah yeah and i guess uh we've also discussed on here the the kind of scott's favorite subject of decentralized command where you give us orders and we go and implement those those things using the tactics and stuff that we've learned through training as opposed to standing over us and telling us Point this this way, do this that way, you know. And I think as a as a leadership, it's been very, um, we've been very progressive quite recently, especially where that has become more of a thing, for sure. Especially since you guys have taken it, because obviously we were under a different management previously, which was a different um, a different a different management style, let's say, um, which we talked about before in, in leadership one, where we we said about the laissez-faire and the ash ash
4: yeah
6: ash.
0: ash. What What
6: kind of leadership recap. was it for us? Recap. We got autocratic. Oh,
3: I thought that's where we go to die or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got the autocratic and the democratic. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was I was like, where are we going with this? <laughs> <laughs> the leadership lightning.
4: <laughs> the leadership lightning.
0: Yeah. yeah. Grease leadership? That's a t-shirt.
3: Mm-hmm. Grease leadership,
5: yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy with the training that we have in this hall now. Like, uh... I'm not afraid to like just tell the guys this is what I want and I don't have to tell them what to do. They just they know. You say, you know, I need a guy, guy guy in there, I need you to break down the door, go in there, and they know, boom, they do it. You don't have to stand over them or anything. Just watch them, you look for their safety, you know, problems that may arise and they just do it. It's awesome. Yeah. And that's yeah, nice. man, intent. Man, yeah. intent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right there. Thanks again, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll actually, we'll fold into it. We'll fold into training, because obviously one of the subjects we were talking about is how important it is for officers to be on uh, on all of the training sessions. And you guys are always there, which is great to see. Um, and you're always getting involved, which is also nice to, to see as well. But uh, Grant actually brought up a point of um, when, the, one of the reasons that he likes being there and he thinks it's a good idea to be there for is obviously that you get to learn everybody else's skill set mm. and see how everyone else works together. Um, what's what's your take on it as well? Because you're you're there, you're seeing us every every time we do it on Thursdays. Oh yeah,
3: for sure. um Well, a couple of these guys aren't here anymore, but yeah, with training, I would see you know there's guys that just don't want to go up on a ladder. <clears throat> there's guys that don't want to go inside. uh You know, they just they want to fight the fire from outside. There's <clears throat> some guys are great with ropes. um If I got an over embankment, I'm you know I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab you or. Or, or whoever's really good at, that I know that is really good at ropes. Um, by seeing this, by going on to the training, you see what these guys can do. You see the guys that are still learning. You see the guys that are just like, they're on it right that, you know? So, you no, know, yeah, that's that's what I learned in training for sure.
0: Nice. Definitely. What
2: should you say, Kenneth Bob? Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, I'll, I <clears throat> like to go to training as often as I can. I don't get there every week. I'd like to go as often as I can for that same reason. Uh, we, we try to do a lot of new things
5: mm-hmm.
2: in this department and uh, I, I want to be involved in seeing what the new thing is and giving my opinion as to I don't know if that works or not. <clears throat> I'm open to change. I like change and I like us doing new things, but I need to know how that new thing is working. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my my leadership style, I think, is based on trust. So I have to trust the training department that they're training everybody to do the job that they're supposed to do. I have to trust the other officers that they're going to direct the call in In the way that's going to be most effective. Uh, When everything goes well, nobody cares. A, it's all great, but if something goes a little bit sideways, uh, it's going to come back to me. So I want to make sure for my (coughs) protection that everybody is up to skill, uh, um, that they know what they're doing, they know how they're doing it, I I really like the concept of diversified leadership um, because I like to delegate stuff. But again, it's a matter of trust. If I delegate a job on a fire scene to an officer, then they in turn have to delegate uh, the job to the firefighters that are are on their team. Mm -hmm. So it comes right down. Diversified is diversified. It's not just uh, the top end that's diversified. It's everybody all the way down the chain uh, that has to take responsibility for doing different parts of the job. Absolutely. So, so we go When on. you were talking about uh, leadership styles <coughs> in a previous podcast, I think in some respects, I-, I fall into all three categories. There are times when I'm autocratic, on a scene, when it's an emergency, I just like to say, hey, you do this and you do that, and and I just leave them to go and do it. Around the hall, it's democratic. Mm -hmm. And there is one other category, that's that Mm laissez-faire, and that is the skit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i want no responsibility leave them to their own devices
6: sign off on you want to see one. what happens when you leave their devices you can look at our facebook page yes. and see our yes. we think, uh, and yeah maybe
0: we can uh, maybe once you run that through the media scenes we'll see if we can actually get our skit we posted a couple of pictures of
6: uh dressed. us dressed in the skit yeah yeah dressed. we we dressed up before
0: the skit so we we did that that was uh that was this weekend uh, it was a good one it was a long one
6: and uh, again we did we did some good work we now, made some good I think work. we mentioned the skit was part of the raffle where we make our some of our money that we talked about in a previous episode on fundraising yes yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Right. yeah we did yeah can't remember what the
6: episode was but um, I think it was fundraising
5: yeah, I think it was it was something like that
0: yeah yeah right. yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, yeah we just we just got for of that which was great and went well and uh, we again had all the the support of the community and town. So, so back to the the training side of things. Again, it is great to see you out there. It's great to hear that you know you're you're doing it through the the trust side of things. And you know we've got a, we've got a solid training team. Um, at least since I've started was when the the management change happened. And since then, it seems that a lot of the changes have been implemented. And I know that people have been working to get those changes for a long time. But it does seem like um, that the the management now. Um, is way more open to the progression of of what we're getting into. And as long as there's a good reason for it, Mm -hmm. it goes. It
2: passes. (coughs) Whenever (coughs) someone, well, for example, Scott, (laughs) (laughs) will come to me with a new idea. (laughs) (laughs) And now I know that he's been thinking about this new idea for Hours, (laughs) at least hour. Hours, <laughs> At least <just> days, weeks, <laughs> never beyond weeks. He's, yeah. he's had this and he's got this idea and, and he comes to me with an idea and I can't make an instant decision about whether that's a good idea or a bad idea until I've had like to see it. almost as much time to think about it as he's had to think about it before he brings it to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, it sometimes might appear that i'm reluctant to change things but it's just i want to think it through is is this going to work what's the downside what's the upside can we try it yep. and we have tried things uh some of the things we've tried um eh, maybe maybe not we've had some great new innovations uh placement of hoses on the trucks it's been great mm-hmm. um those are those are ideas that have come to us and initially I think, okay well you know let's think it through. let's let's pause and reflect on this. I know that you've molded over for a couple of weeks, but uh, now it's my turn to think about it <laughs> And uh, let's try it. Yeah. yeah that's fair that's fair. And
0: yeah, I think uh, I think the way things have been implemented it seems to have gone quite well. you know it's the test phase and we run it through and we prove the practice or the training guys do run it by you, and then it, it ends up in the in the training field for us, at least, and, and then we add it to the toolkit.
6: Yeah, and there's definitely times where we tried it and didn't add it to the toolkit. Because of some of the stuff, and also when I before I bring it to you, even you guys, I think, well, does it fit our department? Because, you know, maybe it's a New York City fit tactic, and it's like, well, that's really made for a high-rise fire, and it, it's not going to work mm-hmm. for us. So <clears throat> even before I bring it to anybody, it's like, no, it's, it's, it's by the wayside. But then a lot of them we bring uh, forward, and it takes a little bit, but show show you guys in training that it would work, and then maybe one time we have to do it in, in the real world. Oh, sure. Once we do it in a real world situation, they call it a positive field experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the military guys call it. And then, then it becomes kind of our own. You're going to plant those seeds. Yeah, we plant the seed. seeds. We plant the
1: seeds. <laughs> See, that's the thing I like about your style, actually, is because you do go and plant the seeds with, like, the ground guys. Yeah get our feel for what we think of the, the specific tactic or idea anyways and then when we get into that testing phase it really does make everyone think like it makes you think how that's going to help us whether it will or not and right it's it's great rather than just being that foot soldier right?
6: yeah and there's not many ideas i have that are like no one has to be this way I'm, this is the one no it's like i usually like if you guys don't like it it's like well, whatever <laughs> yeah. But, or maybe like, not, if we want to throw out. it right away, we'll maybe take a look at it and re examine rework it. Maybe that's what we should do rather than like just throw it right out. We will rework it.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I think the I think the seed plant works like Kev was saying in the way that it, it's because everybody at that point you, you get an opportunity to get one person's opinion because we all know what happens when you bring anything new up it can get kibosh real quick Mm -hmm. if somebody has a poor opinion of it through whatever reason through maybe just lack of knowledge but if you have a one-on-one with someone and you have the conversation then it's like hey what do you think of this oh well what if it didn't well here's how that could oh okay and you kind of you can flesh out between two people now they've got a better understanding now they're not afraid of that thing so when the hands start going up hey you know what we could try that it makes a little bit more sense than Throwing it out there and uh, just allowing, you know, 30 other guys around the table just to be like, nah, that ain't going to work with no knowledge on the back end of what that even meant. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it does. It, it's been a, it's been a huge, huge. We go upset. both ways, too, right? Do I mean, you? Boy, no, that's the sound, right? <laughs> I
3: Kids
5: joke. I mean,
3: he doesn't come out or the training guys don't come at us like, OK, this is the way it's going to be. Yeah. And the guys that are like, oh, I'm not doesn't want change. It's like, no, there's no way we're going to do it. We get together, we do it, and we practice it. We change it up a bit, and we practice it some more, and it and we perfect it to a point that it works for us. And that's what I like, you know. There's not this
6: one one way or the other. Right. So. Well, and that's what's good about having you two as our the bosses now, because it's like you guys will let us do that. Because mm-hmm. the previous the previous management might have not been so open, and, and in fact, even like the last few chiefs weren't as open to bringing things forward. Okay. Even the chief before this. Last Chief mm-hmm. was uh, mm-hmm. was really not open to and a lot of change. He was pretty much... no. Oh, had to be his is, idea. Yeah, this okay. is the way it is. Um, mainly because he wasn't sure. Like, he didn't yeah. want us to get... And a lot of it Safety. was because we've we become a lot more aggressive in our firefighting. And aggressive isn't bad. I think a lot of people think when you hear aggressive firefighting, they're like, right away, they're like, whoa, that's dangerous. It's just a way of attack. It's <laughs> aggressive, but it made it safe, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I first started here, like, 20 years ago or
3: whatever, I had at least two rollovers over mm-hmm. me when I went over into here. home here. okay because we did so many things different we didn't have the fan didn't use the fan right away uh we'd go into rooms where there was smoke filled you know down to the bottom almost <laughs> you know it's like there was no it was not as much safety for the guys going in at that time it was pretty awesome to see you know I, <laughs> I, I, I survived it <laughs> but
5: you know you know there was experience
3: you <laughs> know maybe on the one end when you're in there's kind of thing still you know downstairs and they're venting up above you I was like you know there's all that air and it's it's dark like igniting above you and yeah, so it, we're aggressive, but we're safe about it. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. The those changes have been have been great. Um, so I guess we were talking when we when we had uh, when we had Todd and, and uh, when we had um, Grant on. We were talking about the roles that you fill uh, when you arrive, and uh, Todd was talking about his windshield shield Windshield survey. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now I don't know because I know you guys have listened to it, but it was basically talking about you know when you're when you're heading to scene and you hear the call, what process do you run through? And I'll throw this to Speedy first because I want to hear yours afterwards, Bob. So oh. when you when you're because Bob pretty much arrives there every call. Yeah. Uh, apart from when you are occupied with your with your uh, your job because your job is very important with what you do and you have to be there for it. It's not something you can just leave. So but you're only in that for a small portion of the day. So for the times that you do arrive, which is pretty much every time, you've probably got a process. Speedy, I'd like to hear yours first, if you don't mind. Uh, For me, like in my head at first, it's
3: almost like a generic call type of thing. This is gonna be a structure fire. Okay, so guys in the back, I want you to figure out who's gonna be on the holes, who's gonna be on this. As we get closer and I hear more, maybe we're farther away. Okay, I'm starting to think, now we're gonna need the the Pre-Connects, I mean the um, Siamese. out there because we're going to need a longer distance or something. And I want big water first so we can get that Siamese out there with the two and a half big water, whatever, right? But I got these guys working in the back. In the same time, though, you're listening to everything that's going on the radio and you're seeing what's ahead of you coming up. When you get there, where's the power lines? Where's, you know, is there people around? Is there cars in the driveway? Is there? There's so many things you have to think about. So you're trusting your guys, you know, are going to know what hoses to grab and stuff. You know, you said it like they've got that kind of all figured out. And as you get there and as the guy, which usually quite often is Bob's on scene or whoever the duty officer's on scene, is saying more things, we can kind of get laid out more, okay, we're going to try a, a, a VIC or something like that because there's possibly... Um, VIC? What did I say? Uh, VIS. Vent, inter, vent That's okay. entry.
5: That's
2: <laughs> VIS, yeah. I
3: knew what you meant. Sorry. <laughs> we're going to try that, right? You know, because there's, there's possibly still some people upstairs. There's so many things running through your head that... You, that's where that trust factor comes in That's Bob's been talking about. These guys are going to know what to do right off the bat. So you can start dealing with, okay, I'm going to need Fortis there, I'm going to need ambulance, I'm going to need RCMP, I'm going to need all these different things they are just going for your head and you're hoping the guys know what they do. You definitely have to see the layout of the land when you get there. Um, there's every every time it's different, right? Yeah. So the windshield factor, yeah, you're always looking. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Nice.
2: Bob, yeah, I do go direct to a lot of calls, mainly because uh, our response time is so fast mm-hmm. that if I come to the hall, mm-hmm. I'll just have to sit in the radio room. It's yeah. <laughs> an get important to... job. We we're just talking about It's it. <laughs> yeah. the only way I get to go to a, a call is going direct. No, um, um, I, I'll give you an example of um, of my role. Our last big structure fire. Uh, speedy went on direct in the duty truck and I came direct in my personal vehicle. Uh, he was already there and operating as IC and I left him do that job. And I took the role of a safety officer. So I just kinda went around, made sure everybody looked safe. Um, and I um, liaison with uh, ambulance, uh, police, uh, power, to make sure that uh, those were in place. Uh, whenever we had a structure fire, our our protocol is to call an ambulance for rehab. And so, I set up uh, the ambulance where I wanted it, and uh, made sure that the captains were sending their people to rehab at the appropriate time. so um, And I just kind of wandered around, looked good, and um, Mm -hmm. made sure uh, when the uh, power came that it was shut off and that everybody now knows that uh, power is off. Um, Mm -hmm. When the uh, police arrived, um, just (coughs) coordinated with them uh, what information I had and what uh, I felt they needed to know about the scene. I got them to make sure that there weren't uh, any bystanders close by. Uh, So that was kind of my role in that. And it's quite often the role that I take on calls when I go direct. There's an officer already there operating as I see. And unless I think it's going in the wrong direction, I'll let them go and continue on with that i just kind of do an overseer job and uh safety officer
3: right yeah bob's good to work with you know having him in the background like that too he you know throw little thoughts in your ears too once in a while you don't always pick up on everything and you know it just kind of oh yeah let's get that done oh yeah let's get that done okay so he's really good that way too it's a good
2: good second set of eyes for the
3: ic never can have enough of that
2: so yeah It's true absolutely
0: and we'll go back to one of the other things we always saw on here is communication is key. You know, it's one of those things that everybody needs to remember and, and be constantly mindful of. Mm-hmm.
6: And, oh, it's uh, so mindful?
4: Yeah, <laughs> Ash's favorite word.
6: <laughs> 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 Just because he said it ten times in one episode. We...
4: Thirteen. I thirteen. times. I got all of my mindfulness out <laughs> <laughs> in one hour. Yeah, don't be mindful. I'm over it. <laughs> but you're right. It is. Uh, it, it's, it's super
0: important. And um, that that last one, in fact, the the last big one we had, I think. And we we talked about it briefly a, a couple of times now. Actually, I think on two episodes we've we've talked about it. It was probably our biggest one of the year. Um,
6: probably, I would think. But so for infrastructure ones? Structure right yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the had way, a couple of structures. No, but that's probably a bigger one when we got there. Yeah,
0: yeah, of the, the year. Yeah. yeah. But the way we all the way we all went at it um, was was it was like clockwork. I, I didn't see and I didn't hear of anything going wrong because Scott had control on one side of the building. Uh, we pretty much had you had control at this side of the building, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it just it flowed perfectly. For everything that we could have done, there was door breaches, there was big water, there was breakdowns to one and a half. So it was great quick cleanup. Big water, not big Walter. <laughs> <laughs> big water is the guy that you met at the truck stop. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> was he in the hot zone? <laughs> <laughs> wow, <what's> good, <laughs> well, <and laughs> also, actually,
3: even on that call, though, we had. Uh, you know, it, it was a, It went really well, and we. I actually had no officers to deal with that I normally would have. You know, we trained together as officers, too. I mean, Bob, of course, was in my background, but I had not the regular officers that I would normally have. But yet, you know, Scott took up a row, and, and well, I kind of dealt with the other side, and it, it it worked good. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's I'm saying. The trust thing came in, and uh, we, we worked with it. We, we dealt, but we knew what we were doing. It was great to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree.
0: And I think that again comes back to that knowing, again that trust thing that you guys were talking about. Knowing that you can trust you guys, you you're out training, so you can see what everyone's capable of. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, you know, there's there's that there's that trust aspect that comes in throughout throughout the whole whole thing.
2: And and being out training, you you can see uh, who has a, a particular weakness mm. in their um, abilities and so you kind of keep an eye on that person uh, when they're at the fire, it's in the back of your mind he's really not that great going up ladders and I see he's going up a ladder um, you know, just going to make sure that he's going to be okay up there
0: yeah, or for example people that are terrible on pumps and now next week we've got a pump
2: training <laughs> yes, Yes, indeed
0: that backfired
6: sent it right over my shoulder <laughs>
0: Yes, no, that's, a, that's a yeah, it's a good thing. It is a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. I think Rob actually Rob commented on the post earlier and it's just like, Yeah, everybody needs to do everything. It's like shut up, Rob <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Rob.
2: <laughs> I, I, I enjoy operating a pump. Yeah. Uh it was one of my favorite things to do. Well, Because you get to drive the truck too. It's always good to go really fast down the highway. (laughs) Driving the big red truck. Yeah. Flashing lights, sirens. Perfect. Um but I enjoyed doing the pump. And and I'll still if I hear something I can hear it. The pump is not going right. Mm -hmm. I'll just Mm -hmm. saunter over to see what's going on. Can I help? (laughs) And (laughs) And sometimes I can, sometimes somebody else is there before me and just can tweak it. Oh, just pull, how about if we just pull this down, and just move this lever a little bit and yeah. Yeah. So why I don't pump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, yeah. I mean, we talked about it. There's certain fears behind every, behind every one of the jobs that we do that different people have greater fear levels at different things, right? Some people are just more comfortable in other spots. Some people are just more adept at certain things. Um, And some people are just rounded at everything, but not necessarily brilliant at any of it. Um, And it takes, I think that's part of, again, if we go back to one of our other episodes when we were talking about those hidden skills of volunteer fire departments, it's that thing of everybody does a full-time job, which is completely different Mm -hmm. to full-time firefighters. Full-time firefighters may have had previous careers, but now they've been doing their firefighter job for long enough that maybe they've not fully retained some of that. We do our jobs every day. When the pager and the tone comes in, we're off from those things and we bring those skills with us every time.
6: So, again, we get back right to that. Some people know more about stuff than others. Scott. Well, one of the funny things I was actually realized the other day after we talked about pumps for so long, I don't <coughs> know, none of us really like it, um, is that it, has, it has, isn't actually in any of the um, training manuals. So, pump That's isn't true. actually in the ten 1001. You learn that, you're supposed to learn how to pump. On another course so i think a lot of the full-time guys that's their they're they're an engineer i think they're an engineer chauffeur right, depending on where they're actually yeah. so that's like their job like that's a probably all they want to do yeah that's their mm-hmm. specific role so it, it is a little cause i was like oh yeah right there is no actual like one reason why we because we have this new training protocol that we have to follow throughout the province that we that's why we're really sticking to that right now um we still have to do pumps but it isn't part of that training which I guess it is kind of weird that it's not when you think about but it it's probably more based on <coughs> a specific truck too right
1: because yeah, each different right, truck yeah. is
6: operated yeah. differently yeah. so you'd have to have the training truck. specific to that one I, mean, I know we sent a couple like you and Andrew we sent to for lack of better word pump school it, yeah, for yeah, like yeah. a weekend pump camp, <laughs> pump, <laughs> camp. <Yeah>. pump camp <laughs> one time at pump camp <laughs> and then you brought those some of, that, some, of the, some of the new stuff that you learned because you, you knew how to pump already yeah but you brought some of that new stuff back to us but it, a lot of it was like
1: it wasn't really new stuff it was no. the basics that we just didn't really right and a
6: lot to. of it was like stuff like friction loss and things like that but yeah all it yeah, takes like we need a little was. bit more water we need a little less lot of water yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. That, was,
0: that was everything they took away from the course more, more water more water, <laughs> more water less, less water, water. <laughs> shut it off turn it on <laughs> just like a hose water side, goes out right? the hose yeah yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, have the guy in the end of the nozzle, if he can still stand up, yeah, you haven't given him enough pressure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Wait till the media's around and just give him the give him the full 200. Go
1: until he falls over, then back off to stand. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad there's
3: guys that like to do that because I never was. I was always the one that wanted to go in. I mean, I mean, just look at movies and TV shows, right? You know, you never see a pump operator. You know when they're, they're fighting the fires, they never they never pan over and to the pump in. operator, right? <laughs> <laughs> you not
6: know, like pan, right? pan over, he's got a cigarette in his mouth, <laughs> big fat dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: so he's like one of the most important guys. Oh, like you're going <laughs> in there and there's no water, you, you know you're screwed. But I think
0: that's part of the, and not to kind of go on about this, but I think that's part of the part of the high pressure portion of that job, because if shit's hitting the fan. You're the guy giving everybody what they need to make that go away. And if you don't know how to do that, no one can help you. You know, I mean, I, we got guys that obviously we can come back and help, but there's a, there's a very big chunk of time that you're wasting by not having that knowledge. And as we all know now, that fire clock, like the video that we posted, that fire clock's going. Yeah. And it's going quicker than it ever has before, ever. And we don't have a lot of time to save stuff. So. Not knowing that is a frightening
6: thing. Well, then with us, too, if you uh, if we're doing uh, like tender work and we're drafting and we lose the we lose a the prime, there's magic that goes on with that. Then I hear like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you know, you lose that and all of a sudden the guys on not have water. Yeah. So, like Ash and I were saying, we probably could get water out of the hydrant. Oh, yeah. like that's fairly simple. I, th- I think I find I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd simple on a practice night. I don't know under <coughs> the, the pressure of like the fire going and everything. But when it starts coming down to like, if you lose the prime, now the truck, now suddenly you're, no one has water. So. Well, we'll
0: talk about this again <laughs> when you get into the your retirement phase and you become the best pump operator. Really. That's right. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I haven't learned for training. I was gonna say. <laughs> I see a lot of pump
1: practicing in the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So um, there's there's obviously there's other roles in the leadership side, and obviously there's the fireground stuff. And the fireground, it almost has its own set of rules, even though everything's very dynamic there and everything's changing at all times. There's still a kind of set of rules that we follow, um, a procedure that's in place that that we we try and go through when we adapt to as we go, but there's the other side of it which is the diplomacy and the diplomatic red tape and everything that you guys have to deal with on the back end bob so uh, bob sorry more so in some instances yeah. but still the politics of the fire hall um court's always in session right yeah. so maybe let's maybe let's discuss how you how you deal with that speed
3: hmm. how you deal with that <laughs> Hand that
4: over to bob <laughs> yeah so what do you think bob uh
3: no, definitely not an area i like i do not like the politics of it um, I'm learning to understand it more, you know, and to how to handle it more, but, you know, I guess you always want everything to be right, going good, you know, and but when something goes wrong, especially when it's with a, a former fire, a fellow firefighter, um, it's just, it's hard to deal with, but it's important, very important. It needs to be done. Otherwise the rest of your haul is gonna, you know, so where are go kind of go under like it's, if you don't deal with that situation soon uh, it can destroy your hall it can, so it's your d- your it can divide them yeah, a cancer can divide, exactly yeah. so it I've been even though I hate it I've learned to understand it and how to and I'm learning how to deal with it but definitely having Bob on the team uh, is my almost like my dad kind of thing you know he <laughs> I, it's, seriously he has that you know other perspective uh that I don't I don't have and he brings it in and it makes you kind of clear thinking like yeah okay you know I think we work well that way it's definitely very good that way
0: it's good I must admit um, from the from the moment you kind of took the gavel you had that beginning portion where you were you were quite quiet uh, and you you didn't find your voice and that it seemed like over over just a period of months you just you got it and then you, you had it since then and you yeah. haven't lost it yeah. at least from good. what I see that's <laughs> <laughs> definitely a learning curve yeah yeah I'm sure the pressures are different for you guys for sure. I mean, our job is to get water and get it on the fire, but obviously you're dealing with a lot more, even though we're all thinking about things, um, obviously as we're doing stuff and we're still very aware, your, your situations are, are different again. You have
3: more to answer to than just the guys in the hall. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the town. It's the, 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 the offices of the town and the people in the town, they're all watching you. They're you know, you don't think they are, but they are. They see what you're doing and what you're saying. Yeah, oh, you're always on the watch, and the
0: decisions that you make too. You know, you're make, always exactly. wondering because everyone's always questioning you, and Bob's yeah. rolling his oh, yeah. eyes over here. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's yeah. gonna question you because you know you're there's a there's a whole of thirty odd guys. Every one of them's got an opinion, and every one of them wants to put their hand up and tell you about it. But maybe not any one of them is right, yeah. or maybe every one of them's right. We're all right in our own minds, but okay. it's your jobs to to sift through it and to pull out the nuggets and really concentrate on. The win perspective of what's important now and what are we actually trying to aim towards mm-hmm. yeah. bob what's your perspective on that
2: well uh, inside the hall okay we'll do with that first and then we'll talk about <laughs> outside the hall inside the hall i often say this department is like a family and i'm the dad there you go. now everybody has a different dad i hope that i'm the nice nice dad Um, but I, I, I think of it that way when I have to make decisions that, you know, when there's minor interpersonal, uh, um, disputes in the department, that's the hardest part. Now, you can't take one person's side over the other person. You have to kind of mediate that, and uh, not get one faction um, upset. Uh, We don't have a lot of that, so that's great. I I don't like conflict, um, and I do whatever I can to keep people happy, um, to keep people focused on what's our role here, what's our job. Um, You know, Maybe people don't notice that, but that's what I'm constantly trying to do is, hey, hey, things are going good. How are you today? And I often ask guys as they're coming by the hallway, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Everything okay? Just so that if there is a problem, if somebody's going through a a difficult time in their life outside of the hall, um then maybe we in their fire family uh, can give them support. Now, outside of the hall, I am uh, often the face of the fire department. That's why you get the sweet mustache. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's why I'm wearing the white shirt tonight, uh, because I was at a town meeting. Um, Yeah, uh, there's a lot of... uh, Real politics involved in uh, in the fire department, not inside the fire department, but uh, um, town politicians are often uh, wanting to know what's going on, uh, where is their money being spent, how is their money being spent, uh, what are we doing, uh, why are we doing whatever it is that we're doing, and those are questions that I have to answer. Uh, when things go good everybody's happy but as I said before if something goes a little bit sideways um, I'm the first one that gets called to the town office it's not firefighter Joe uh, why didn't you save that house it's fire chief why didn't you save that house Because I was out of town. (laughs) I was away (laughs) on vacation. (laughs) No, that's not good enough. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, There's lots of administrative stuff that goes on. A lot of things you don't see. The the, the newer firefighters are not aware of Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that that come through my door. Like you get called up
3: about the gas company or the that is starting up and you got to get yeah. all the information for that people call us up to come inspect some things or, you know that make sure they're okay there's lots of different things that people don't see that are behind the scenes that you're constantly doing right. paperwork for everything every call's got paperwork everything mm. the budget you know there's all that other stuff involved lots of stuff yeah
0: all important though again yeah it, it, comes it down to. It has to be done
3: yeah. somebody's got to do it yeah i mean it's,
0: no. it's <laughs> for what we are we're a vol- we're a volunteer fire department but we're also like a business or what else, how else would you better put it? We're a uh, public service. That public service. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah, I mean, I mean I s- yeah, like more so in a, uh, in know, because you have to do.
2: Well, as far as quality. the town, as far as the town is concerned, we're, we're employees of mm-hmm. the town. We are, we are the fire department. And the fire department is, is expected to respond to emergencies in a professional manner and deal with them. And we do that. Um, our, our department is professional volunteers or volunteer professionals. I don't know which way you want to put it, but uh, we're trained to a professional level, and and the town expects that. The citizens expect that. They expect good service from their fire department. Um, it's it's too easy to just say, ah, oh, we're volunteers. No, we don't have to do it that way. Oh, yeah, we're just we're just volunteers. No, no. We we may be volunteers, but we're professional in our attitudes, professional in our training, professional in the way we conduct our business.
6: Absolutely. Yeah. I fully <coughs> agree with that. Well, I think Spencer said the fire doesn't care if you're full-time or you're a mm-hmm. volunteer. <laughs> it's going to kill you just as quick if you don't train and act professional. Yeah. I just also like to throw in there. I know there's a lot of like a
3: volunteer that listen to this. I the review committee type thing that we have is a great thing um, when there's issues in the department because it doesn't become like uh, you know this person likes this person, so let's just get, or doesn't like this person, let's get rid of him. You've got set amount of guys. You know some that have been a long time, some that have only been like ten years. You know it's all a bunch of guys that actually get together and review over something before uh, an action is taken. So I think that's an important thing for. Uh, volunteers companies to have
0: yeah. yeah yeah we we try and we try and talk about those little <clears throat> those little things that we do as a department that maybe help other departments maybe they mm-hmm. don't have it maybe they haven't thought of it maybe yeah. they've just never implemented it maybe no one's given a big enough shit to even think about it for longer than five minutes and things like that example are or maybe good options and good things for people to to know about you know, review committees and other committees. I think we have like we have a lot of a lot of committees. A lot of the committees. Committee. <laughs> we've got yeah. the committee for the committee. Yeah, <laughs> we've got quite a few for sure. We're saying steering committee. <laughs> <laughs> but they are important, and uh, and it's it, again it's that it's that. Um, I think refinement of, of how things have progressed, and those things are still changing now. It's good. Uh,
2: we're we're getting close. lads. Does anyone have any? any questions? Anyone else? Yeah, okay, I have a prize. Oh, what is that? Oh, look at I have a prize for whoever in the room asks me the best question oh. about my position. There you go. Uh. Give me a oh, pause. Uh. <laughs>
0: actually, maybe, maybe we could. Um, at this time, actually,
1: what we'll do is we'll just throw it over to spence. All right. Hey, Bob, I got a question for you. All right.
6: For all the marbles. For all the marbles. For that
1: door wedge. <laughs> for one door wedge. <laughs> now, here's a little bit of insight behind you. You have got three of your actual sons that were members of our department. Mm-hmm. That's correct. How does having your sons on the department affect you sending Scott inside of Fire? Like you're thinking, oh geez, my son is could be in that position.
6: Oh. Well, or well, like I don't I mean, think mean, he likes to send that much. <laughs> 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 he sends them in first. How? Exactly. I got, like I got the... two more of those suckers.
2: <laughs> I can get more. No, I. Uh, no, I wouldn't hesitate to, to send them in, uh, because I trust the training that they've had, and I trust the officer that's supervising them. All right.
0: I don't think one of them you could stop. Honestly, Kevin, Kevin's the first one out the door and he's the first one in the building. He'd go in without a nozzle, it ain't that guy, honestly. There's, <laughs> there's times I see him go at things and I'm like, holy,
6: give that man some water. Well, him, him and I were inside a pretty good structure fire once and he's just like, whoa, this is so cool. It's <laughs> like his first fire he's he, ever in with me. <laughs> he literally, he's that guy behind you.
0: Like when everything's hitting the fire, he's like, this is awesome. Just like, just super stoked to be in there and giving her. Probably didn't get that from me. <laughs> Rob,
3: he's one of our good pump operators too. He yeah. likes doing that, so that's good. yeah.
1: Yeah, he's mm-hmm. another good one for sure. Kev, I got a multi-part here, I guess. All right. So mm-hmm. you had said before that you uh, you absolutely miss being like front line. So what is your favorite front line position, and I guess the second part to that would be. Uh, could you give us a story of you being in that position that you just always think back to, like, that was so cool? Thanks, Grant. <laughs> um, be
5: right.
2: mm. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been to a lot of fires. I don't know that there's one in particular. Um, I do know one in one case in particular where we went into a ground-level basement, um, and I was with, actually, my older son, that is no longer in the department, he's moved away to another area, and he and I went in initial fire attack, and uh, we couldn't find where we were to go, so we did a uh, typical building search with a nozzle so we went around the outside of the room and followed along the the wall until we got around the room and down the hallway and into another room and there was a the fire we put the fire out but it was so black we couldn't see anything. It was the only way we could find our way around was by uh keeping in contact with the wall. We weren't we weren't searching the the building for victims we were searching the building for the fire. And once we had put the fire out, then we made our way back out uh, to the door that we came in by following our hose. Now, when we had walked over, when we had crawled around the edge of the room, the hose didn't stay at the edge of the room. The hose kind of straightened out and went right across the middle of the room. So when we were following the hose back out, the hose had somehow got underneath a couch (laughs) <laughs> that was in the middle of the room, and we got to the couch and we said, "I don't remember this. I don't remember this." And we actually crawled over the couch and that was in the middle of the room, following the hose to go back outside. <laughs> uh, later on, when the building uh, was cleared of smoke, we went back in and looked, and you could see our uh, the scrape mark all the way around the building, where our hand had been walking around. Uh, our hand had been keeping in contact with the side of the room. It was kind of a neat thing, kind of a, uh, <clears throat> a cool experience. Nice. It's a nozzle. That was, <laughs> yeah, it was great fun. Yeah, I, I loved putting, putting that fire out. That was, a, that was a good one. It wasn't much of a fire. It was just a small mattress fire, uh, but, uh, but it created a lot of smoke. That building was just, you couldn't see anything.
4: Ash, you got something for us? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> so, we talk a lot about our succession plans around here and uh, moving forward. When you came into the department, or sorry, not when you came into the department. Uh, when I came into the department, like uh, Kevin, we were going through a little bit of turmoil. Um, and there has been some sense change at the top. Uh, you were in the deputy chief position at the time. Did you see yourself, did you have a preset plan that you were going to be running for chief at that time? Were you already looking forward thinking this was the next step for you? Or were you happy in the role that you had at the time? You graciously assumed the position. I, I believe we're all very happy that you did it. But at the time, were you looking forward to thinking, yeah, I think I might, move. you know, well, I might go uh, for that.
2: Well, to, to answer that, we have to go back a little bit further. Um... <clears throat> Prior to being the deputy chief, mm-hmm. I was a captain, mm-hmm. and um, and in my role as captain, there was a change in leadership, and um, uh, the town council asked if I would step in and be the deputy chief deputy chief was moving up to the chief's position. The deputy position was open, and, and they asked me. I I was happy being a captain, because at that time, captains still got to play with fire hoses. Um, so I, I said, well, I, 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 this was not part of my plan. However, for the good of the department, I will step in and be the deputy chief, uh, which I did for... I think about six years, and and I was very content being the deputy chief. I Had lots to do, and um, and when the fire chief retired, <coughs> I uh, I um, took the role of of chief, and the. Uh, department was i believe for the most part uh satisfied with me doing that the town was certainly satisfied with me doing that but it was not my plan that was not my plan um mm-hmm. i was quite content to be deputy chief and the captain <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. To be captain. Uh, i i never uh, i i never sought uh, those positions mm-hmm. um <clears throat> yeah.
4: That's interesting. Sometimes it just comes to you and
2: Sometimes I mean, it does. I, I think throughout... Now now you mentioned succession plan and and we do have succession plans mm-hmm. in place now mm-hmm. um, that I won't be here forever. I'm sorry <laughs> to say that, but huh. a time will come. <laughs> Ten or twenty years from now. <laughs> 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 the math.
4: Bob started. <laughs>
2: <laughs> in legroom, like
6: eight. Did that answer your question? <laughs> I, I believe it did. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, go. good. Scott, you winning? Um, I got a very deep question.
2: All right. Whoa.
6: How long did it take you to grow your mustache?
2: <laughs> 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 and do you groom it every day? I do groom it every day, and, uh, and this one's Six. been in in effect for two years. It was did started in November. Two right. years ago because i can't remember i
6: had one, one and i oh, shaved yeah. it off oh, yeah. and then i You're grew it back and then I, for something. a long time it was that one right huh. it's very fire chiefy yeah <laughs> it does command respect <laughs> also was
0: it, it that you posted that one the other day that little all uh, well the guys created brain it was like yeah and then one day you'll have a mustache like this too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got i got one for, for both of you actually because i know we've all discussed it a little bit here and there um, it's uh, it's it's about family. Like you guys have been in been in the career for long enough now. How has this affected your career? Uh, sorry, how has the career affected your your family life as you've gone through?
2: Well, obviously, since I have three sons, two that are currently in the department and a, and a third that used to be in the department. Um, I would surmise from that that they think I'm having fun and it's a good thing to do. Or it's the only way they can see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only way they get in contact with me. <laughs> I want to spend time, Daddy. <laughs> oh, sign up. <laughs> I, uh, but, but I have missed uh, Christmas dinners. I have mm-hmm. missed uh, New Year's Eve. I have missed lots of birthdays probably a big important birthday um, was being held here at the fire hall uh, when we just barely got started with the party we got a fire call and uh, everybody that was not a firefighter at the party uh, stayed and had the party and all the firefighter ones went and had there no a huge grass you... fire <laughs>
1: Yeah. super excited about being on first
2: truck. <laughs> <laughs> you were
3: there already. Yeah, if you're ever gonna join a fire department, volunteer fire department, make sure your family's on board, especially your spouse. I mean, they have to give up so much. They're the ones that take over when you're running away all the time. And my wife has always been very supportive of that. I mean, she, no issue at all. She's she just awesome. She's there if I have to re- take off. And yeah, you do miss a lot of lot of birthdays, a lot of. You know, just the taking off, maybe going somewhere, you know, you're in the back of your mind, you're thinking, Oh, but if I go, how many guys have left the hall? How many are there? Maybe somebody's already going camping and stuff like that. Should I really go? And, you know, that's always in the back of your mind. It's not just a let's just go kind of thing. So yeah, you definitely want to support a supportive family because they're going to, you're going to be taking them for a lot and you're going to see a lot. You know, we've seen a lot of gruesome things being in the fire department for over 20 years and, and had about a lot of issues with the fire department. So that all comes home. And if, your spouse needs to be aware of that and, and be there for you, you know, because mm-hmm. it's going to come up. It's going to affect your relationship.
5: Yeah.
2: So. I once inadvertently left my wife at a restaurant when I went to a club. <laughs> <I've done> that. <laughs>
5: well, that's uh, why you didn't restaurant. have the four kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool.
0: Bob, I think we're done with questions. Who gets your your marble cheese
2: wedge <laughs> it's not a marble cheese wedge it's a door wedge it's designed to fit in the strap that you put around the top of your helmet if you what live, you live in one? new york yeah, you've know, got york. one well, no, he has one but it covers up his name <laughs> yeah but it
0: covers up my name so he doesn't take off
2: well i'll have to order some more because they were all good questions so. there you go Go, that's wow!
0: Answer. Oh, that's fun.
1: We got Spencers. we got the answer to who's the favorite firefighter. Yeah. Thanks, Spencers. Daddy. <laughs> Everybody needs a Spencer. Interestingly enough, a few episodes ago, I was thinking that the one change that I would do to my gear is put oh, yes. door wedges in. What? Yeah. So you're making actually that when dream I heard that, true. I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: Turn out your pockets. Yeah. Listen in
1: That's right.
0: Gem, that's what we got time for. Kev, Ash. Scott, Spence. Good night. Thanks, Carl. I'm <laughs> Bob and Speedy. Thanks Thank you, you very, very much, much nice gentlemen. Thanks for coming yeah. in. Good night,
1: man.